Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen's to the to the for the first time podcast. For the first time, we're here for the fourth time, I think, officially. Yeah. And sounds uh, about right. Yeah, we're uh, excited for all of you for tuning in. We know we've been uh, off and on the past couple months, and and we're back on, and we got another episode planned to come out next week. So we're gonna try Ooh, to get a few a little sneak peek, a teaser. few quick hitters. Yeah. So thanks again to everyone for listening, and if you go to our Instagram page, you can see um, maybe what we're gonna be doing this weekend. Well, well, if you go see it like now, because it's on our story, and yeah. by the time this gets put out and people hear it, it might not be. It, there'll still be something on there. My name's Few. <laughs> and my name's. Well. Well. See? See yes, what we did I there? See, yes, 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 yes. Classic second half of the formal names. That's great. But actually, I'm Matt. <laughs> and I'm Max. And you're listening to. For the first time. Oh, I thought we were listening to Metallica Radio. <laughs> no, 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 not Metallica Radio, not this time. Um, but if you continue listening to all of our episodes, we have um, gone back and put a Metallica song into one of the earlier episodes. So you should go listen through all of them. And if you tell us which episode has the Metallica song in it, around somewhere between the 5th and 35th minute. You'll have to listen through all of them again, but you should go do that and tell us which one it was. And when you do that, make sure to rate the podcast five stars. <laughs> when you're going through all of them again, yeah, rate. you can you can do that on Apple Podcasts after you subscribe to um, for the first time podcast. And um, yeah, we're really excited to be here, um, back in the closet again, and. Matt's over there looking at the beer we're going to be drinking tonight. Yeah, what does this even say? It's crazy. Well, first things first, things oh, first yeah. let's let's crack them open. Ooh. A slow crack over on the other side, I see. Yeah, you got to savor the crack. What are you drinking, Max? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Savor the crack. Oh, uh, <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. I honestly did not. <laughs> wow. Sometimes I'm just unintentionally. Yeah. yeah. So we're drinking Solemn Oath <laughs> Brewing Company. Uh, Solid Oath Brewery, sorry. And um, the one I'm drinking, I think, is a collaboration they did. No, yours is the collaboration. Mine is straight from Solemn Oath. It's called the Snaggletooth Bandana. And it's got uh, a tooth a black can in it? with a tooth. So you just, once you get to the end, you just, oh, there's yeah. the tooth. It's like a spray paint can where you shake it and you can hear the tooth <laughs> rattling in there. Um, And it looks pretty cool. Uh, it'll be fun in yours. I don't even know what Dude, yours is called. It's mine is called words. I Quit Soul Min... Solemn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Oh, Oh, wow. Well, that's incredibly embarrassing. <laughs> Matt forgot the word solemn. <laughs> Whoa. I quit Solemn Oath Tart Shake IPA in collaboration with Cinderlands. Cinderlands. Or Kinderlands, <laughs> depending on how you want to pronounce that C. It's true. Um, but, yeah, so we'll give him a sipski and see what we think. 
Ooh. Oh, wow. Nice. I can really taste the tooth in this one. <laughs> Mine tastes a little bit like a one of those like Eagle Park milkshake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. IPAs. Are you what? <laughs> I'm getting the tooth out of this beer. <laughs> Trying to pull something out of your mouth. Yeah, it was a hair. All right, oh, let me sure. try. Let me try yours. Yeah, it's 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 interesting for sure. Whoa, that is tart. Wow. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. What were those noises? <laughs> you know, it's the tartness just sucking the moisture right out of your mouth. Um. It is tart, mm-hmm. but That's pretty good. I think it's good. Yeah. Hey, guys, check out Solemn Oath Brewery. Solomon Ohat. <laughs> Solomon Ohat. Solemn. Solemn. Yeah. Check it out. Have fun with him. Uh, in Naperville, Illinois. Yeah, it's from Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Double check. Um, uh, <laughs> can we pour these into, like, Miller Lite glasses? <laughs> We could. We have enough of those in the house. Anyways, we certainly do. Moving onwards and upwards. So this episode, uh, due to a recent fad that I'm just getting involved in, we're going to be whispering the whole <laughs> time. Because this is our ASMR. <laughs> These are some triggers. This is called finger rubbing. I hate this so much. <laughs> no, but really, I uh, just a miniature for the first time that I had the other day. I watched many ASMR videos. Um, Ew, I feel like they're <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's kind of fun. They're just like ah, it's 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 like if you just had a random person just like get close enough where their lips started touching your ear. Yeah. And just said like the weirdest shit. Yeah, exactly. It was weird. One of Oh yeah, so right up your alley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. It was awesome. I love it. It <laughs> I love it did it Solomon and Asimana. But anyways I promise we're literate. If you've never <laughs> tried ASMR, just watch a video. And just get sucked down the rabbit hole for a while. Well, not too far. <laughs> no, do I feel it. like those type of videos will take you to weird places. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess not too far, but far enough where you feel uncomfortable, and then just a little farther. Because <laughs> it's just a, it's just funny. a touch farther, and it's very silly. Um, but I think one of those things that uh, I could make. Uh, well, the smell in our bathroom would say otherwise, but, um, <laughs> anyways, moving on. Oh my God. Okay. What? <laughs> That's enough. Um, hey Max. Uh, yeah. What did we do this time? <laughs> we went to a children's arcade. <laughs> Unintentionally. Unintentionally. Yeah, well, with the intention of going there. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's not like we just accidentally stumbled in. Um, but this this time on For the First Time, <laughs> it was our first time doing 
fully immersive virtual reality. Which happened to be at Stonefire Pizza in New Berlin, which happens to be a poppin' birthday spot on a Saturday Mm -hmm. early afternoon. Yeah, ages like 8 to 12, I would say. And 25. (laughs) (laughs) A phenomenal birthday party there. And it was was awesome. We had a good time over there. Uh, Yeah, played some... Like you know, Big Buck Hunter or what was Terminator? Yeah, with the shooters, and then we went into the full VR, uh, fully immersive Matrix, and which is why we went there, just for the virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, so we were we were looking around, of course, looking for things we could try for the first time, um, and. <laughs> We thought maybe doing like VR, like full on mm. VR, would be something really cool to do. And so I was Googling where could we do VR, and it showed up. Oh, Stonefire Pizza's got a, a VR. And I looked into it, and it looked really legit. And yeah. uh, it was really legit, yeah, it was, but it, it, was it was just, it just happened to be placed in. A Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was basically Chuck E. Cheese, which was fun. Funny, you know, we just got in there and immediately overwhelmed by the thousands of children running around, the flashing lights, all that, the sugar particles that are just floating in the air. Um, and yeah, it, but it was fun. It was really cool to to get in the old Matrix and see what it was like in there. Um, so you had to put the obviously the headset. You get in a harness. And you're in, you know, this circular thing. You put the little sliders on our feet so that there's no traction on the I, ground. I, I'm sorry. You're doing a terrible job of oh, explaining what? this. Okay. So it's it's <laughs> there are stations where you get set up in these, like, VR... Harnesses. Harnesses. Yeah. Right? And they're, like, these rings that go around mm-hmm. your waist and they're attached to the ground. Uh-huh. And so they're, like stable rings so you can spin yeah you can spin and below them is this like really slippery surface that you also put things on the bottom of your feet so it's slippery it's like the inside of a uh, saucer that you would go sledding in yes yes if you imagine a sledding saucer saucer, yeah and then just put like some really slippery shoes on Mm -hmm. that way like when you're hooked up at the waist so you can't go anywhere when you move your feet, you can essentially like run mm-hmm. in this little saucer, and you have enough movement in the harness that you can push forward and to the sides and back. So you, you lean. You're leaning a little bit. Yeah. You know what? If if I I feel like this is just a really hard thing to explain, and I'd like to take this moment to say, if you're not following us on Instagram, now is the perfect time. Because yeah. we have posted videos of mm-hmm. each of us in these setups, and it'll become much more clear what we're talking about when you can actually see what's going on. See what's going on. But it was—I don't know if anybody of you, any of you out there, have seen uh, Ready Player One, mm. the Steven Spielberg film. Oh my! Don't even, Steven. It's a book. Well, first it was a book, and then they made it into a, a phenomenal film that book. That was not quite by as the good way as the book. Um, 
But yeah, you we were in a in a world in the virtual reality. Yeah. So, I mean, when you first get set up in it, you're in kind of like a blank room. Mm-hmm. They put the as soon as they put the goggles on, it's just like you're in a room of white. Mm-hmm. But you can you're holding these like little stick like controllers, we controllers, basically. Yeah, sort of, but yeah. like clearly a little bit more involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can like pull those up and see them like you're holding them in front of your face. Yeah, which you are, but it's just weird because you know you're not actually seeing that. Seeing that. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> it just, just it's... immediately throws off your perception while also giving you context of being in a physical world because you have the you know these two things that are in your hands and your hands moving and you can see your hands moving as you're moving them so you you have some context of your physical body in this world and you go through a little tutorial where you try running and it's a little clunky but it's a little realistic but yeah and also as soon as you get the hang of it like it's it's weird when you first try like Mm -hmm. walking or running Mm -hmm with like you know you're not moving anywhere yeah but like you are doing like the same motion yeah and the vision the visuals that you're seeing it looks as if you are walking so you feel as if you're moving a lot but you're not yes and over time you get used to it but then you I've, I had these feelings where I was snapping in and out of, oh, I'm walking, but no, I'm not walking, and I'm walking, but I'm not, and I felt like in my brain I was moving, but I knew I wasn't, and it definitely just made me quite nauseous. Yeah. By I mean, the by it. the end of it, both of us took the goggles off and, like, got off the disc thingy. Yeah. And we're, like, we had just gotten off a tilt-to-hurl. Yeah. Like, yeah. we were both very crazy. nauseous. Yeah. But so, why don't we talk about what so we both did different games, games. Mm-hmm. we entered into different worlds <laughs> what was the world you entered into so i entered into a world where i had to it was kind of trippy right when it started i had to walk in the virtual rear world into a harness and device that was exactly the same as the one that i was in in the real world oh so wait I, was, I didn't know that yeah yeah so I walked I walked into this little saucer and had to step into it in the virtual world and like sort of strap up inside of it and then like got teleported out of that so I was going into a harness while I was going while I was already in the harness and that just instantly threw me off a little and then I ended up in this sort of abandoned warehouse facility and I had uh a rifle in my hand and I had to follow around a fellow um, he looked so, like a character from maybe Call of Duty special okay. spec ops or modern warfare which okay. is the one you're into and so I was following this guy around and then we would stop in these really creepy corridors and this you know I could see on the screen and I could hear him say in the headphones oh go check the rooms so I'd peek into one room and there's nothing there, and I'd go into the next room, and there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden, all the lights turn on in the room, and I just freak out. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, but there's nothing. And then I go into the next room, and I just peek my head in. And you can sort of move your body, and so as if you're 
disappearing around a corner by yeah. sticking your head around a corner and you you do that same motion in the virtual reality. Yeah, like it tracks your yeah, your, your head, head your feet, your waist. Everything, yeah. And so it was, you know, I peek around the corner and there's a zombie in there eating somebody. No. Yeah. A zombie? Yeah, and I freaked out and then the door slammed shut and all these loud noises. Oh, my God. And then the, the guy I was following runs down the hall and I have to run after him as I'm hearing all these noises. And then... He just gets tossed somehow. I don't know. Some sort of ghost picks him up and <laughs> throws him around the room. And then all around the, lights, the what? The room. And then all the well, it's virtual, so I don't know. The pixels. And then all the, the lights, room. All Max. The, lights, the room. All the lights went off. And I was freaking out. And then the night vision turns on and I'm looking around in all directions. And then all these zombies start running at me from the quarter. And I have to <laughs> shoot him down fart. <laughs> yeah fart at him <laughs> and then i have to run past them as they're coming and i'm shooting at them and i run and i go down into the lab and then i get into Ooh. the lab and there's a creepy just the absolute scariest long stringy black hair girl in like this glass box straight out like of the a ring. classic yeah, yeah just this grudge scariest. ring yeah 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 so scary and <laughs> And I see that, and I just am thinking to myself, come on, why? Why is this happening? And then, you know, she stands up, does all these weird things, starts talking, and then all the lights start flashing and go off. The glass shatters everywhere. It's really loud. And then I'm looking for her, and she's in one corner, and I shoot at her, and then she disappears and goes to another corner, and then she disappears, and I'm looking around, and I see her just walking at me. And then all of a sudden, Wah! she just charges and it makes this super loud noise. And I freaked out, just absolutely freaked out. And then it just says, game over. <laughs> you and died. Then, yeah. And I was just so, I was so freaked out by that point. Because it was just the right amount of there's actually things happening. Or you think there's going to be things happening. And then there's nothing. And then you get somewhere and there's zombies. And then there's nothing. And then there's this creepy girl. And it was like. Almost fifteen minutes, ten. It was ten minutes. minutes. Yeah, it felt it felt way longer and way shorter at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. Well, it was. I was fully immersed in this thing, and so yeah. By the end, it was just like I have no idea how long that was. That could have been four minutes. Yeah, could have been thirty. I I felt the same thing. Where like, so so mine was I was. On it just dropped me in this like property, and it was essentially like like zombies from like Call of Duty mm-hmm. or well yeah just just Call of Duty yeah but like when there's like Nazi zombies or like whatever so you're like in a place and zombies just start kind of coming at you from mm-hmm. every direction and you just need to like fend them off and kill as many as you can Mm -hmm. and i was really excited about it because i was on i think it was call of duty four no probably not cod four dude that was modern warfare this is the best one shout out to the shy clan (laughs) on one of the call of duties the first call of duty that it was call of duty nazi zombies that was like the game Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you that haven't played that, it's essentially you're just like in an environment and zombies are coming in 
slowly at first, but then it speeds up as you get through and more zombies start coming and coming and you need to kill the zombies mm-hmm. as they're coming. Yeah. And you get you get to kill things without killing them because they're already dead. Exactly. So you don't have to face the you know more repercussions of did I actually well, and kill those when people. they're Nazis. And they're Nazis. <laughs> so of course it's okay. But so I was put in this like environment that was like essentially like an old lake house. Mm-hmm. And there's a lake, a boat dock, then yeah. there was like a house, some woods. And as soon as I got in there, it was it was very weird. Like mm-hmm. that's when I was first like figuring out like how to like move through like the, the environment yeah. and but it was really fun because you'd literally you could see your gun. Mm-hmm when you'd hold up your hand and you had a trigger yeah. on your like remote thingy mm-hmm. and that would shoot the gun. So it felt very like real. Yeah. And it looked pretty real. So I could see the the things that Matt was seeing. Oh yeah, on, on the, the screen. big screen. And so it looked very similar to, you know, any of whatever the best video games out there are right now. Yeah. So the graphics were, like, very, very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was even more, like, disconcerting was yeah. just that, like, I could look down and it wasn't my hand, but there was a hand, yeah. gra- like, holding the gun. How could you tell it wasn't your hand? Because it had all five fingers. <laughs> Thanks, Max. I'm sorry. <sighs> But there was like a hand grabbing the gun and it was like there was dirt under the nails and like it was like real. Yeah. But so it just all felt very real. And as the zombies started coming in, um it was it was fun at first yeah. and then more and more started coming and I started to get like, oh my god, there's a lot of these. <laughs> and then at one point it was one of those classic like I I'm shooting a zombie, kill it, and then, like, it's silent, and I turn around, and there's a zombie right in my face, and I <laughs> screamed. <laughs> I screamed, and and it felt like there were multiple times while I was playing that, that not that I had to remind myself that I was yeah. in a game, like, yeah. that there was, I never was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, this is real. Yeah. But it was like, okay, calm down. You're yeah. playing a game because yeah. you you get into it the same way you get into a movie and like yeah. your heart start starts pounding yeah. when like yeah, the think suspenseful of just a scary movie. One of the scariest movies. They do so well because it seems so real at first. Yeah, and you're you you put yourself yeah. inside it, and that's yeah. what VR does yeah. in like a really. Mm-hmm involved way yeah is it's like okay you're gonna really really feel like you're inside this yeah and so i mean it was really fun it was Mm -hmm. really fun and i was running around a ton was shooting Mm -hmm. a bunch of zombies and it also (laughs) was really cool because i like i've never played a video game where i could just be like 
wild wild west like at one point so you upgrade your weapons as the further you go and at one point i had two pistols and i was literally just standing on this bridge like zombies coming from the left left zombies coming from the right and i was standing up obviously just in this like stone fire pizza (laughs) but like in the game i was standing in the middle of the bridge just holding like my two guns out at my sides, like full, yeah. my just arms full John extended. Wick. Just yes, and just like bang, 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 <laughs> bang, bang. It's just like this. I feel like a badass right now. Like this is just like I'm pointing out. Yeah. It was just. I thought it was really cool how. Yeah. I mean, you play video games and you get to like do. You get to like hold a gun or you get to be a, a soccer player or a yeah. football player you get to do anything mm-hmm. but never before have raise i raise a ever... horse what you could raise a horse in a video game oh, okay i'm just throwing it out there <laughs> i thought we were riffing on things okay um but so, <laughs> so never in a video game have i had i actually like felt like you know i'd played call of duty or like war games before and it's like you're shooting but like never before had i felt like oh my god like i'm i'm in it i'm I'm not in it like i'm not just sitting hunched over on my couch chugging mountain dew cold reds (laughs) haven't seen the sun in doritos um but yeah also i noticed while i was in the game i started to like shake yeah because i was like i was a little bit scared, but mm-hmm. also like it it was like, oh my God, okay, this is mm-hmm. like pressure's on right now because yeah. like I'm I'm really doing this. Moving it. Yeah. Yeah. Very... Not just like joysticks and buttons. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really big joysticks and buttons that you have to move with your whole body. Well. Yeah. In a I, way. I guess. In a way. But yeah, it was it was very cool, um, very unique feeling of being in there. Yeah, I definitely it felt um, it felt fun just to be able to look around and see a world. You know, it's it's like if you're thrown in to something. You know, if you're in a new place, you want to look around and you want to see things and interact with them. And that's what I wanted to do in the virtual reality. You know, you don't really get that sensation of actually looking around. And seeing things that are different. Yeah. You know? And and just being able, like, to put your hand in front of your face. Yeah. And, like, actually see it. Yeah. And it, like, moves perfectly mm-hmm. with what your hand is actually doing. Yeah. Was, like, very surreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very dreamlike, I felt, I felt when I was in yes. it. It was very dreamlike, as if... You know, oh, I have, I kind of have control of what my person's doing, what I'm doing in this world. But as I start walking and moving around, it's a little clunky. You know, I don't actually have a full ton of control. And it felt as if some dreams that I've had were, oh, you know, I can move in this world and I can interact with this world a little bit. But it has nothing. There's only so much I can consciously change about it and mess with in this place. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I'm not. This isn't real, but it is a reality of some sort. 
And yeah. It was, it was unique to get in there. And this is, you know, one of the more, the newest, you know, things that we have, and it's still pretty crude. I'm thinking, you know, five years yes. from now. When- yes. And that, I think, is the thing that's really impressive is it's just like, okay, this is not like a thing that's finely tuned. And I no. I mean, no. I also think a lot of the reason we felt that like nauseousness, yeah. or at least I did, was that it didn't perfectly correspond with what was actually happening. Yeah, it's like there were a lot perfect. of times where like if you were leaning to one side and were like walking, yeah. it would just like move you yeah. to the side and it was really disorient yeah. disoriented disorientating there you go that's the word Uh um and that was just like a okay i'm i'm in this world but all of a sudden this happens and it's just like it's not how it's supposed to happen i'm 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 in a world like this is how i'm moving Mm -hmm. why is it not reacting yeah and that was i think very dreamlike as well that Mm -hmm. it was just like this isn't this isn't right this isn't how it's supposed Mm -hmm. to go Mm mm-hmm and yeah, it would click in and out because so then you're moving and it feels right. It feels as, oh, this is how physics sort of works in the world when I'm walking and when I look around in a circle. And then all of a sudden it, you know, catches a little, there's a little clunkiness in the movement. It's yeah. Like, oh, that's not how it works. And yeah. the brain is just, you know, okay, that's not okay. That's not okay. Yeah. But I feel. It's it like felt being like cross-eyed a, for a long time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know? That is a perfect example of just like how you feel when you get out of it. Yeah, it's just like you feel like you were just cross-eyed. Yeah, and it's like I sort of have good per- depth perception. And it's yeah, your perception is like all quite. messed up, yeah. and like especially those first like few steps mm-hmm. once you're out of the yeah out of the thing. Yeah. It's just like, whoa, yeah. This is now I'm moving differently again. Yeah. Like, because yeah, it, yeah, it's just like you're put into it and your brain starts to get used to mm-hmm. like the That's way the you way look around, mm-hmm. the way you move. Yeah, dude, I could, uh, I could see if you spent a lot of time in there just getting very into that and. I don't know, dude. It was kind of scary afterwards um, thinking about, oh, how good this could be. Like, it could be so much nicer inside of that thing. And I'm sure there already is the software and the hardware out there to make that experience even more realistic. Yeah. And even just to, like, if you weren't to put us in that little saucer that we're walking in, but to empty out a room completely and put barriers in the virtual reality that are the same as the walls... Yeah, and have to walk through that. Oh my god! It would be. It would. They could. You could make it so real. And dude, it's. I. It was definitely one of those things where. Oh, ten years from now, this is going to be really cool. But is this really what we're going to be doing in ten years from now? Yeah, it makes I could me see. a little scared for yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. Kids growing up. Yeah, and you could just go into a world where anything could happen, which is you know so exciting and so cool, but also. Any like there could be anything in there. Well, also, yeah, it's not. It's like it's not real. Yeah, and it's not real, and so you can you could get anything could happen. You know, it's like I don't know. It's to make a segue to you know 
current events in you know pop culture it's like going on social media you can say whatever you want but it's it's not like you're saying it to someone. You're you know, not like, having a conversation. Yeah. Like if I were to say to you, "Wow, you smell like shit today," hey. you'd probably be like, "Hey, man, that's not <laughs> cool," <laughs> you know. And I would see your reaction of, "Oh, this makes me like upset that he said that. That wasn't the right way to say it." But I could say it online or in this virtual re- world, or you know, in the virtual reality where it's like yeah. I could do whatever I want, and it's not real, and I can just come out and and the the norms that are that are in there are gonna be weird it's weird you know yeah yeah it's it's gonna be i don't know it's it's gonna be really cool to see the type of stuff because i'm just thinking how much i would love to just like be able to walk through and i mean imagine being able you know let's say we live here in wisconsin but it's like oh i've always wanted to walk on the moon to see what that feels like and to just like put on your your goggles, put on your gloves and all that. And yeah, walk but everybody knows Wisconsinites don't walk on the <laughs> Exactly, but we could do Leave it, that for the people that live in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I see, I, you I know, get what you Or like, saying. oh, I want to relive that one scene from Star Wars, you know? Like, I want to be in there. I want to... Yeah, or I want to, like, walk through... I want to walk on top of the pyramids. Yeah, yeah, anything. Anything, and that would be so. Cool yeah, and to, that's to the get I that think experience. the really exciting part mm-hmm. is soon we're gonna have the potential to make these experiences even more realistic than yeah. what you and I experienced, and that that also that that already mm-hmm. felt very real. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say very real, but no. it it felt it was a rea- it felt like a reality more yes. so. More so than any video game I've ever played or movie I've ever watched. I mean, there's definitely times where it's like, I don't know. Like when you get fully immersed in a really good book or something, or if you have a really memorable dream that you wake up and you're like, oh, I remember everything that happened. I was making movements and decisions in that dream. Yeah. I still knew it was a dream, but it felt... It felt pretty cool and felt as if it was a reality of some sort that was happening. Yeah. It was very comparable to that, you know. It was Oh gosh. He's making he's making the spine movements, the shoulders are shaking, he's getting the shivers, you know what that means. <laughs> I think it's time for pee break promotional. <laughs> it's a pee pee time. All right, JDs and gentlemen. <laughs> We will be right back and start up with some PP promotionals. We're back, and for this week's PP promotional, uh, I have no idea what Matt is going to say, but he uh, introduced this to me. He said that it is going to change the lives of every listener. That's not how I said it. I just said if... So we have this opportunity to talk to a lot of people, uh-huh. and if we can do something with it mm-hmm. that makes the world a better place, okay, why not do that? I agree. So, with that being said, with that being <laughs> said, I have something that has been driving me absolutely bonkers for a long time now. Okay, tell me more. Max? <laughs> Matt? 
It's texting and driving. And I'm not I'm not okay. making a joke here. Okay. This is a terrible, absolutely terrible, horrible, awful, disgusting problem. Unless you're typing in for the first time <laughs> to your podcast search on Apple Podcasts. That is the one thing that is acceptable to use your phone while you're driving. Okay. But let me let me just speak my speak yeah. my truth. Let's hear it. I drive I drive a lot every day. Mm-hmm. I drive roughly roughly 20 minutes to work and like 45 50 minutes back. <laughs> it's that's how a rush hour works. Um but the amount of people that like just Also rush hour my personal PP promotional, <laughs> the best trilogy of all time. <laughs> okay, go back. The amount of people that I see, like, just, it's like, yeah. oh, this person in front of me just totally, like, drifted off and yeah. hit the rumble strips and jerked back, yeah. and then you pass them, and it's like, yep, you're just sitting on your phone. Yeah. Stop doing that! Yeah. So, Maxwell. Matthew. Did you know that, and this is a conservative, this is a conservative I don't believe estimate. it, man. This is a very- Sounds con- like fake news. <laughs> I only get my estimates from liberal sources. <laughs> there are multiple meetings that were, were conservative. Eh. Okay, it's a conservative estimate that one out of every three car accidents okay. is a result from texting and driving or just generally being on yeah. your phone. I believe it. I believe it. I was it in, is, I, it's, I, uh, I've seen so many people it's, texting. It's worse driving. than driving. Think, think, reflect. Okay. Do some reflection and okay. think. Would I get behind the wheel absolutely hammered? No. No. Of course not. not. No. You are more of a danger. The statistics show that you're more of a danger when you are on your phone. And just quick sidebar, I'm not trying to (laughs) say that drunk driving is okay. It's also different. But, But... you're that's more of a danger. You're more likely say. to get in an accident. That's not how you read statistics. What do you mean? Just because one in three car accidents happen. No, no, no. You are people. more likely if you're on the phone. If you're on your phone, you are okay. more likely to get in an accident than you are if you're drunk. What? I... I I know that texting and driving is a horrible thing to do. But you're going to disagree that with that statement. Yes. Why? Irre- irregardless of that. Oliver, shout out to you. Irregardless <laughs> is a word I love to use. And it's not actually a word. But anyways, <laughs> I think it's probably more dangerous to drive hammered than it is to text. Yeah, and I'm telling you that statistics show that more accidents happen from people texting than from being drunk. No, no, no. That more accidents happen if you are 
texting and driving than if you are. I understand that more people text and drive than drive people drunk. drive drunk. Yeah. That's not what the that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is statistics show that if you're on your phone, you're more likely to get in an accident than if you are drunk. It sounds like a study funded by the Tavern League of America. <laughs> Stop trying to take away from this terrible thing that is plaguing the country. That's true. I, I'm sorry. It I'm is. I'm sorry for taking away from that. It is. So if anything comes out of this podcast, hopefully you enjoy the podcast. Please subscribe. Yeah. Give us five stars. Um, but if anything comes out of this podcast, please, if you're listening mm-hmm. before you start driving... Every time, take an extra 15 seconds to set your music, mm-hmm. to set your GPS. Yeah. Put it put your phone up on a little holder if you're using it for GPS. Don't put it in your lap. Oh, definitely don't do that. And don't touch your phone while you're driving. I agree. I agree. It's absolutely terrible, and it's literally killing people. Yeah. I'm not trying to make this podcast all dark and heavy, Yeah, but it's literally killing people across the country. Yeah. And it's it's horrible. It's not good. I, uh, I agree with you completely, man. I think go a step further. Know where you're going when you get in the car or know where you need to go so that you can get off and and then look up directions um, and put your phone in a place where you're not going to look at it. Because for, I mean, for me personally, I know that just having a phone there, it's so easy to want to look at. And I, as you know, by the type of phone I have, shout out BLU, (laughs) um, it's not something that's fun to look at. But there's, you know, everything that's out there makes people want to look at their phones and see things. So know where you're going. Put your phone in your glove compartment. Put your phone, you know, somewhere where you're not going to look at it, where you're not going to be tempted to look at it. Or, yeah, just pull up the directions and put it in a place where it would be uncomfortable for you to have to reach to it and change something on it or click on your texts. Because, yeah, dude, I was recently in a car accident, as you know, and there was no texting involved. Luckily, there was no one on the streets, and it's it's scary. If any it's of you terrifying. have ever been in a car when the airbags go off, it's wild. It 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 rocks you for sure. And so you don't nobody wants to be in that position in rush hour. That's when, you know, cars are all stopped or going slow and I've seen so many people on their phones in that situation when oh, it's slow, it's safe or you're just cruising and it doesn't seem like there's anyone in front of you. And then all of a sudden I come around on your side and I look over and you're texting and veering into my lane and it's just dangerous. It's you. You get in one car accident, and you'll it'll make you realize how how quick and how close everybody you know barreling through the world in these aluminum tin cans of death. It's yeah. just like you, you're close to one another, you know, and you're not telling the person in front of you that you're passing them. You just go around them and assume they see you. Yeah, and so, and you know when you drink and drive, yeah. you don't do it. Because yeah. you think, well, I don't want to endanger the people around me. I don't want to yeah. kill somebody 
And I but, think for a lot of people, what does it too is I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to, you know, lose my job. I don't want. There's. I think a lot of people respond to the negative of, oh yeah, you might feel like you're good enough to drive, but think about it. Here's the repercussions for you as an individual, and here's the repercussions for your community. And I think I agree that I think it's not as much of something that people um, talk about texting. And I mean, I've, I'm for sure I've been guilty of that in the past. And I have too. I'm and not trying to stand up on a. I'm yeah. not trying to get on my high horse it's saying easy, that I'm It's easy perfect. to say not to do it, but it's so easy to do when you have your phone sitting right in front of you, and you know either you're looking at your maps or whatever, and then oh, a text comes up from, you know, so and so or Bobby your, G. Yeah, <laughs> or your mom or whatever. Um, or Bobby G. <laughs> I would love to know what Bobby G's up to these days. Um, but yeah, I, that's why I think we should know where we're going before we get in a car. Well, know? I even and it's like because also you if you're going somewhere that's very far away, you've never been there before. That's a different story. But if you're just going somewhere within your town or your city or something, or with that's close enough that you should know the layout of the land, just get to know your city, get to know your town, look it up beforehand, and figure out how you're gonna get there, and think about that. Think about your position in that space that you're living in. And yeah. that you call it your home because I also think that people have just become so used to maps that it's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, we're going to this place. Can you meet us there? And it's like, well, I can because I have my maps. But if I was alone in a city and or all the maps went down or something, there's no. OK, internet. we're not turning I'm this just, into I, your yes. d- sob fest about how <laughs> d- nobody people need knows. to practice orienteering skills. Read I a disagree. Compass. Just don't text Read and drive. <laughs> This is it's, stop taking my thing and making it your this bullshit is our thing. thing. No, this it's is your, my thing, thing about texting and driving and your bullshit thing about knowing your entire city. You can have your maps up, just don't, don't touch your, your phone. You glance at the d- speedometer. You can glance at your phone to, you know what, to you look know at what directions. I learned recently. I learned. I am going to issue. I'm. You're. uh, This is my thing. You're not allowed to talk. Things while driving Uh, that everybody does because it's common practice is checking, looking backwards over your shoulder to check your blind spots. Yeah, use your side view mirrors. But you have to look over your shoulder, and it's that's. That's dangerous too, man. Okay, yeah. Now you're (laughs) again taking my thing and making it something else. Get a lift. Okay. Just get a lift, I would ride, like to share, issue. Use less cars. I would like to the, issue. Less gasoline. Save the planet. Please. Save yourselves. Oh save the cheerleader. Oh save the world. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I would like to issue a formal referendum. Referendum. <laughs> no. I'd like to give anyone who ever rides in a car that I am driving permission. If I ever touch my phone while I'm driving and you're in my car, slap him <laughs> while he's driving. No, you are allowed to scream out hypocrite. Don't scream, scream hypocrite don't and then scream flick my ear. Don't scream or touch the driver. That's the number one rule. <laughs> scream hypocrite and flick my ear. Don't do that. That it will cause him So to Max, not do did that. you learn anything new <laughs> through this VR experience? <laughs> I'm oh, we're done listening. Yeah, we're moving on. I'm <laughs> done listening to you hijack my philanthropic I, passion. I put the stamp to of suit approval. Your own I put the stamp agenda. of approval 
I put the stamp of approval on no texting Max, and driving. Max, did you learn anything new? <laughs> yes or no? Answer the question. Do not touch the driver. Do not yell when you are did driving. Did you learn anything <laughs> new? Do not turn the cabin lights on while you are driving, or so help me God, I will pull this thing over. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> Max, did you learn anything new from this VR experience? <laughs> I learned that this um, has flown <laughs> off the handle and into the ditch. Whoa, dude. After Whoa. the PP break <laughs> and the PP promotional. Um, I'm also oh. cracking open the best beer that oh, has ever been created. God. It is Milwaukee's best ice. <laughs> the beast. I <laughs> know I believe Milwaukee's best ice is oh what's my God, covering that's so the, horrible. the roads of this entire city right Max, now. Max, did you learn anything new? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I learned anything <laughs> new. I mean it, it was a new experience, but but in terms of learning things, um no. I, I don't think I learned I I mean I don't want to say no that's just yes yeah I mean you learn you go through a new experience you yeah, learn learn some for sure but um I it it was just one of those things where um it was it was unique to me and it was new and I guess uh I just learned where the state of like commercial level VR is at right yeah. now you know yeah. How about you? Did you learn anything new? I would say the the thing that I learned was if you go into an arcade setting Mm -hmm. and in order to get in and use their VR, you have to buy a $13 (laughs) buffet, that doesn't mean you have to eat copious amounts of awful pizza and chicken nuggets and mac and cheese <laughs> and mac and cheese and french fries french fries <laughs> to enjoy the experience because we we walked off the vr machine and we were feeling nauseous and then we <laughs> ate and walked out of that place and both of us were just like uh, just oh my god incredibly nauseous <laughs> the worst I am so proud of the amount of Mountain Dew Code Red <laughs> I used to be able to drink. Yeah, because we each had like one. Well, I had like one like little baby glass of <laughs> cup of Mountain Dew, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. This is so Dude. gross." Yeah, that's like gamer fuel. Dude, yeah. professional gamers—they should be called professional Mountain Dew drinkers. Yeah, it's for sure, Max. That's what they should be called. <laughs> what was your favorite moment? My favorite moment was probably how incredibly scared I was at the end, like when that thing jumped out. Because you know, in a movie, when something jumps, and I absolutely hate scary movies. <laughs> I literally will never watch a scary movie. Like the TV show Black Mirror, which I'm sure many of you have seen, every episode in that is too scary for me to watch. Oh, like, come I, on. Like, I love, I love, you know, the idea behind every episode and all the, you know, the deeper things that they're trying to get up. But that it's just too scary. I'm even such a weenie when it comes to scary stuff. And, but at the same time, that was just so much scarier. 
than anything I'd ever been, and I was in it. I was in it. How um, about you? What was your favorite part? I would say my favorite part. Yeah, I I guess was also the part that I got really scared and screamed. Yeah. Because yeah, there are moments in scary movies where you scream, but like I remember like being in the world like shooting my guns and being mm-hmm. all cool and then I turned around and there was a zombie and like my it was like <laughs> immediate like just instinct <laughs> just like turn around and like punch him yeah and like i think that was like the success of the yeah. vr was just mm-hmm. like haha we scared you enough yeah. to try and punch an imaginary zombie yeah exactly you know For so sure. i think that was good would you do it again um i don't know man i i'm sure just looking at how technology advances over time, it'll get to a point where it seems like it's going to be a really cool thing that everybody's doing, and I'll probably do it again. But at this point, I do not have any huge desire to do it again just because of how sick it made me feel. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I will do it again, but, like, I just don't, at this point, do not want to do that again. Oh, I would totally do it again. If you if you had a VR that yeah. same thing set up in our fa- in like our kitchen right now, I would jump in it right now. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. And yeah, it makes you nauseous. But like it's so fun. Yeah. And yeah. it's I mean so... it was really fun and it was really cool. It's just like the yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess and it would be I would also say I'm in the in our, you know, in our house or something. Sure. I would also say I'm I I know I'll try it again because I'm really excited for the future of yeah. VR and being yeah. able to to really put yourself in mm-hmm. in different situations which I think is just yeah it's really cool yeah really fun yeah it's fun it's it's interesting I lo- I hope that in the future they continue to you know sort of push boundaries and create you very unique realities as opposed to very real realities. I think that that um, would be really cool to to go into more otherworldly places as opposed to just places that you could could see, you know, with the right with the right uh, you know mindset and means and whatnot. But I don't know. I think it would also be fun to yeah see places that could be very real. Like it would be really unique to just be plopped into like Times Square or something and you can just, like yeah, walk sure. around. Like it'd be so weird to be able to do that. Yeah. But I'm really excited for very strange otherworldly places and experiences to come through. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Well, uh those are our questions. Anything else that you got? Um I would say check us out on Instagram which we've already me- mentioned many times at FTFT podcast. Yep. You yep. Know, if you haven't seen it yet, you'll be able to see what it looks like mm-hmm. when we were in the VR. Mm-hmm. Um also make sure you just follow us so you see when we post. And if you haven't subscribed on Apple Podcasts, just hit subscribe. It automatically downloads our episodes onto your phone or iPod. And it's the easiest way to just make sure it's automatically updated so you don't have to follow us necessarily on Instagram, but we will pop up on your uh, podcast 
account, and that's really all that it does if you subscribe there. And then you could rate us. Um, Yeah, we've been toying with the idea of some merch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Have we? Yeah. Um, I feel like I haven't been a part of this toy. Yeah, uh, you know, different, like, uh, shooting sleeves for (laughs) basketball players. Um, We're probably going to get into... Um, Dr. Scholl's heel cups, uh, special branded heel cups. Yeah, and well definitely also some knee braces. Uh-huh. Ashkin Schlatter braces, <laughs> yeah. uh, contact lenses, and uh, those are gonna be tough to brand, but pomade. I feel like we'll figure it out. Pomade. <laughs> hey, Max. Yeah, Matt. Do you ever think about how all languages? travel at the speed of sound but sign language travels at the speed of light whoa <laughs> wow that's uh yeah they're they're ahead of the game for sure absolutely <laughs> all right y'all thank you for tuning in once again we are the first for so, I'm the, Matt. I'm Max. This is a For the First Time podcast, and we'll see you next time. For the first time. Take it away, Kev. I ain't never done it before. He ain't never done it before. He ain't never done it. No, he ain't never done it. No, I ain't never done it before.